Robert Hamlin, the senior pastor here, Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. We want to welcome those who are joining us by live stream, and we want to welcome those who are here with us today. Amen. Just giving God praise and glory. On the uh, third Sunday of each month, we have uh, our youth participate in the worship service by serving as our worship leaders. And so we are blessed this morning to be able to have Christian Peters. And Christian attends the Penn Central Middle School uh, within the Penn Ridge School District. Uh, he's in the seventh grade, and his favorite subject is math. Amen? Christian set a goal for himself this year to have all A's in his classes. And so far, his mother said he's been meeting every period. Amen. Christian loves to cook. Amen. And he's a great help in the kitchen. He enjoys watching the, the shows, uh, all of the cooking shows, and then improving on the recipes. Amen. Christian also plays basketball. He is a center with the Deep Run Christian Organization. Uh, most would describe Christian as a kind and helpful person. His teachers have frequently commented that they can always count on him to find a quiet student in the class and to work together. So let's welcome this morning Christian Peters as he serves as our worship leader. Morning, church. Morning. We want to welcome you to our in-person and live stream service on this blessed Sunday. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, unto all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing, enter into his gate with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy everlasting, and his truth endure to all generations. Please stand and let us praise God in a song by singing together. Lord, I just want to thank you.
Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. We thank you for waking us up this morning to worship you. We pray for the people who could not be with you here today and who are sick. Please bless our families and keep us safe. We thank you for all you have done for us. Thank you for loving us even when we disobey you. Help us to remember to be kind to others and to always choose your way instead of our way. Please bless this service, our pastor, and the message today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our responsive reading this morning will be Selection 594, Thanksgiving. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to say forth thy love kindness in the morning, and thy faithfulness every night, upon an instrument of ten strings, and upon the psaltery, upon the harp, with the solemn sound. For though, Lord, has made me glad, through my, thy word, I will triumph in the works of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and make a joyful noise unto him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Who today, if we be here, will hear his voice. He pours contempt upon princes and causes them to wander in the wilderness where there is no one. Yet setteth he the poor on high from affliction and maketh that him families like a flock. The righteous shall see it and rejoice, and all iniquity shall stop their mouth. Who whoso is wise and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Amen. <laughs>
Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. The Lord will make a way somehow. You know, the devil's always, how many of y'all know the devil's always busy? Amen. He messing with the, with the, our video system this morning, trying to mess it up. Amen. But how many of you know that he is not going to prevail? Amen. You all remember church, we used to have church before we had video systems and sound systems, before you had air conditioning, amen, in the summertime and, and all of that. All you had was a fan, one of the funeral fans, amen. Well, we're going to do old school today. Come on in here, somebody. We're going to do old school today. We're going to give the Lord praise, amen. If we got to uh, tap our feet and tap our hands together, we're going to do, because we came to give the Lord some praise. How many of you came today to give the Lord some praise? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We're going to ask that Sister Jackie Kettle will come at this time. Amen. And she's going to give a special welcome to each and every one of us uh, this morning as well to uh, Sister Zetas who are here. Amen. It's a pleasure to greet Southern Baptist Church as well as Tom. Uh, first, I give honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, my pastor, from the pew to the from the pulpit to the pew, and to all those who are streaming. Good morning. Um, do we have any first-time visitors? Okay. Can we just go on? We do have a special greeting for our Sarah that is here today, Zeta, Phi Beta, Sarah. And we're thanking God for you all and the work that you do. Um, I do have a poster child for you right here as he's reaching for the microphone. Um, born three months early at one pound and 14 ounces. He is now 15 months old and doing fabulous. And so we thank you that the Lord has blessed you to do the work that you do. So I pray that everyone was greeted when they came in through the door. Um, Second Baptist Church is a family, and as a family, we pray that all those who enter through our doors would come back again and again and again. So I welcome you once, I welcome you twice, I welcome you three times in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Certainly given all honor. To our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to each of you, those of you who are here, those of you who are watching by live stream for today, again, we want to welcome each of you with just a special welcome, amen. I, I want to tell you, I'm, my heart is filled today because I have my two sisters with me, amen. I'm going to ask them to stand. To my left is Dr. Joanne Hamlin Smith, Amen, in San Antonio, Texas, and this is my baby sister, uh, Bonnie Hamlin, Amen, and we from San Antonio as well. They uh, come up to spend Thanksgiving with their their brother, so we are we are glad to have them. <laughs> and they're going to be here next Sunday too, so I'm feeling real good today. I told somebody earlier, if anybody messed with me today, I got my help with me, amen. So we are just blessed and thankful and so glad to have them uh, with us uh, for today. Uh, in that we're having some difficulty with our video screens for the, uh, today, it never fails. 
but how you many of you know God never fails? Amen. <laughs> what a mighty God that we serve. Uh, we also want to let you know that as we have Thanksgiving that is coming up, if there are any uh, individuals who stand in need of a Thanksgiving basket, that uh, please make sure that uh, you give your names to Reverend Jackson this morning. Amen. We want to make sure that uh, we be a blessing and help those. Uh, we are prepared and ready uh, to bless those who are in need. We already have uh, a number of names that are in. But in the last minute, if you know of anybody who is in need of a Thanksgiving basket, please let us know we want to be a blessing to them. Also, for Christmas, we uh, generally work alongside with Bethana Christian Services in Southampton, Pennsylvania, where we try to bless children uh, who may not receive uh, the kind of Christmas that maybe you had when you were growing up, amen? So uh, please see Sister Hamlin, raise your hand, Sister Hamlin, amen, that you would see her. That wasn't even good. There it is. That's a good wave, amen, uh, after service. And so I must have did something today. She didn't raise her hand that quick, amen, but just praising God for his blessings. And so please see her after service today so that we can get the names of uh, any children, amen, who stand in need for today. We are blessed. Normally we have our screens up, especially on the uh, third Sunday of each month. We'd like to acknowledge all those who have birthdays uh, during the course of the month, uh, this being November. Uh, so we'd have all your stuff up, but, uh, you know, we, we have to send that out to you another time. Uh, if there's anyone here today that has a birthday in November, why don't you stand just so that we can acknowledge you. Amen. I'm standing as well. Amen. 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 All of those that, you know what, that's a good month. I happen to fall in November myself. That's a good month. Amen. And so we are just grateful and thankful. We want to say happy birthday to each and every one of you. Also, if there's any here to have a wedding anniversary during this month of November, why don't you stand? Any have a wedding anniversary during the month of November? November is generally not a wedding month, amen, but I know we have some because I had some on the screen, amen, on our video. Um, we just went to uh, say to the Jordan family to, uh, that the Lord may bless them as they celebrate their wedding anniversary, so praising God for all of his blessings. Here at Second Baptist, uh, when the pandemic and all broke out, we kind of changed the way that we handle our giving where we used to pass all the baskets around. There's a lot of hands touching, and so we moved away from that. And so what we now have done is that we have an offertory box that is located in the back of the church. So before you leave today, if the Lord lays upon your heart to, to give your, either your tithes or your offerings, please make sure that you distribute that in the offertory box uh, at the back of the church. For those of you who are watching by live stream today, you know there are three ways that you can give. Here at the church, you can give in person. Uh, those uh, who are on live stream, you can click on the Tobley button and you can give your tithes and your offerings there. Or you can mail your tithes and offerings into the church. Amen. So let us just bow our heads in prayer and just as we ask God to speak to our hearts as we give for today. Tell God our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you for this opportunity to give. We realize, Lord God, that everything we have, it comes from you. And so we ask, God, that you would just speak to our hearts and, and our giving today. Lord, we ask that you would bless those who, who gave, bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, Lord, we just want to say thank you for entrusting us, Lord God, the stewardship that we should be good stewards, Lord, that we will just bless others. 
and that we will be a blessing, Lord God, and that you will be pleased with everything that we do and everything that we say. So, Lord, we just ask that you would just help us to be good stewards of this, that as we are here attempting to build up this kingdom while we are here on earth, God, we just ask your guidance, your directions, and we pray, God, that you would multiply everything that is given. We ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we pray. Let the church say, amen. We have a very, very special welcome this morning. We have some special guests, amen, and you can see all of our special guests who have on the white jackets and some in purple, amen. We are blessed today to have the Alpha Alpha Omicron chapter of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority. Uh, they are here uh, with a presentation this morning uh, regarding pre-maturity awareness for uh, babies. And so uh, we're going to ask at this time if Sister Nikki Barrier is going to come and she's going to share some information and make an introduction, amen, for her group. Let's welcome Sister Nikki. Thank you, Pastor Hamlin. Thank you, church family. Welcome to my sisters near and far. And thank you, church family, for having us here today. Um, I am Deaconess Nikki Farrier, and I also have the honor and privilege of serving as the president of Alpha Alpha Omicron Zeta Chapter of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. We are one chapter that serves two communities, that of Northeast Philadelphia and all of Bucks County. So we are honored to be here today, and we've been here many times before bringing awareness to this very, very important cause, premature births. As Sister Jackie told you, we've had premature births right here in our church, and so we know the work of the March of Dimes. We celebrate a 50-plus year relationship with the March of Dimes, and so I'm going to call on our March of Dimes chair, Sortia Rideout, who is going to give a presentation on the importance of prematurity awareness. Thank you. Thank you, Sora Ferrier, and thank you, Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. Today, I want to share with you some disturbing facts, saints, about premature awareness in this country. More than 450,000 children each year are born premature, and that's equal to one out of ten births. Those numbers are worse for African-American babies who have a one in six chance of being born too soon. Currently here in Bucks County, the prematurity rate is 9%. And it may be higher, as you know, some families in Lower Bucks County do not deliver in Bucks County. Babies born prematurely are characterized as babies born before 37 weeks. These babies usually have less, de less developed organs as full-time babies and are more likely to face serious health problems. Even the best care cannot always spare a premature baby from lasting disabilities such as cerebral palsy, mental retardation, developmental delays, chronic lung disease, and vision and hearing impairment. Prematurity can happen to anyone, and we don't know why it happens. That's why at the March of Dimes, they are working so hard on this problem to find answers. In response to the significant rise of premature births and black maternal deaths over the past three decades, the March of Dimes, a national voluntary health organization whose mission is to improve the health of babies by presenting by preventing death defects and infant mortality, and Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, an international organization with chapters in over 850 communities worldwide, are joining forces in this international campaign to support research into the professionals about 
escalating our health problem and to advocate for policies to help mothers and babies through the Mommy Bus Act. November is Prematurity Awareness Month, and Zeta Phi Beta Sorority has been a proud national partner with the March of Dimes for over 50 years. To learn more about the March of Dimes, please see us outside for more information. Last but not least, I would like to leave you with this Bible verse. Psalms 139, verses 13 to 16. For you formed in my inner parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. Your soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of your earth. Thank you. And now I would like to have a presentation to Reverend Hamlin. Can you come here, please? Chapter of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, we would like to thank you and also give you a token of our appreciation. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Amen. We would certainly like to thank the Zeta Phi Beta Sorority uh, for joining us for today and for such an important issue, you know, uh, you would think that over time that things would get better in this particular area, uh, but it has not. And so there's still a lot of work to do. And so we want to thank you for taking the time and coming and sharing uh, with us today. Uh, we look forward to uh, when you do and are able to join us. So we just want to say we praise God and we thank you for whatever you have in here. We appreciate it and we thank you for it. Amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord. You know, I mentioned that the devil's always busy, you know, always trying to interrupt things. You know, we said earlier, though, that, uh, listen, we ain't going to worry about if, if a video was not uh, playing the way that we wanted it to play for today. But God knows our hearts, and God knows that we've come to give the Lord some praise. Is there anybody here come to give the Lord some praise today? Amen. I know who's here to come to give the Lord some praise. Matter of fact, the Backbench Boys, amen. We're going to ask them to come. Let's welcome the Backbench Boys this morning. Amen.
His power. It soothes my doubts and calms my fears, and it dries all my tears. It's the blood that gives me strength from Father God, we give you all the praise, honor, and worship 
just a worthy to be praised. And Father, we thank you for waking us up, allowing us to come together to fellowship with one another, to worship you, to learn about you, to strengthen our relationship with you. And Father, we also know that some people did not wake up this morning. And so we ask for any touch of comfort and peace that you can give those who are grieving this morning. We thank you for the traveling mercies you gave us to get here, Father God. As the song said, you covered us in your blood. And we continue to thank you for that, thank Father. You. And Father, we just thank you. We just thank you for the blessings you bestowed upon us. We thank you for the blessings you have in store for us. But most of all, we were thankful for having a relationship with you. And so we ask, Father, if there's somebody that doesn't know you today, that you reveal yourself to them so they too can understand and know and experience what it is to have a relationship with you. And so, Father, as the word comes, we ask that you give Pastor Hamlin, Hamlin the words to speak. Give us the ears to hear. Give us the heart to receive and the courage to apply going forward. Give us wisdom and discernment and order our steps so we can know how to go. Father, we love you. We praise you. We honor you. And we ask all these things in your son's precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. 
Him loose, amen. Best Paul can get it, amen. But we are so blessed today. You know, as part of having our Zetas here with us, and we are so thankful and grateful that you all have shared with us today, uh, and this being the Sunday before Thanksgiving, 
that we just want to honor the Lord and say thank you, Lord. And one of the ways that we can say thank you, Lord, uh, we can do it by singing, we can do it by praying, we can do it by preaching, but we can also do it by dance. Amen. And so we are blessed to have actually uh, our liturgical dance ministry. Amen. They were named our Second Baptist Ministry of the Year just on last Sunday. Amen. And so we are so blessed to have our liturgical dance ministry under the direction of Sister Risharda. Amen. Let's welcome them as they come.
Hallelujah. How many of you know that the Lord is incredible? Oh, I know that you know better than that. How many of you know that the Lord is incredible? Amen. We want to thank our liturgical dance ministry. Amen. They just bless our hearts and our spirits and uh, had three today. I'm not sure how many more uh, that they have. And uh, I know that they're preparing something for Christmas. Amen. So we are grateful and thankful to them. We uh, also want to thank uh, Brother Christian Peters, amen, our youth worship leader, who did such an awesome job for us today. We want to thank Pastor Paul, amen, Brother Chris on the drums. We want to thank Deacon Eric Smith for getting the video working, amen, upstairs. <laughs> oh, it is a happy birthday to you, amen. So, you know, we got it all fancy and all of this stuff that we do. But how many of you know that, listen, we don't even need all of that, amen? Because we just came to bless the name of the Lord. Did anybody come to bless the name of the Lord today? Amen. And again, we certainly want to thank our Zeta sisters, amen, who are here. We thank God for each and every one of you. And I want to say happy Thanksgiving Sunday to each and every one of you here. Uh, I am, I got to tell you, I'm just so blessed to have my sisters here and my oldest daughter is here with her family from Atlanta, amen, and I saw my youngest daughter uh, who is here, uh, who lives in the area. I'm certainly glad to see you all for today. Our, some of our grandchildren are here, and so we just want to thank God. So I'm especially blessed today, amen, for what the Lord has done. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just come to say thank you. We thank you, God, for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. We realize, Lord God, that this was a day that was not promised to us. But, God, we are ever so grateful. We are thankful that you allowed us to experience this day. We thank you for the fellowship, Lord God, in this place. We ask, God, that you would be with us now as we hear a word from thee. Lord, it is my prayer if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally, and the pardoning of the sins. The Lord God, upon your word coming forth, Father God, we pray that someone would cry out, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, we're going to get the Lord some praise in here. Let the church say amen. How many of you have Thanksgiving? That's your favorite holiday. Amen. I know for men folk, new, normally their hands going to go up there. We got uh, turkey, dressing, sweet potato pie. Amen. Football. More turkey, dressing, sweet potato pie, potato salad. Football. Amen in here, somebody. So we just thanking God for this special day. Thanksgiving is a special holiday. Amen. It's a time that marks the beginning of this very special holiday season. And it seems that it comes earlier and earlier each year. Amen. And or is it that our age is catching up with us? Everything seemed to come a little earlier and earlier. But one thing is for sure. The Thanksgiving and this holiday season causes us all to think about the things that matter most. Amen. We think of family. We think of friends, 
we think of hopes and, and dreams, and hopefully we realize that we need to give thanks. Amen. And you know, there's no better text that's found in the Bible that talks about giving thanks than the 100th Psalm. Amen. Psalm 100 says in this opening that it is a psalm of giving thanks. You'd be so kind just to rest on your feet with me as we look at this 100th Psalm. It's a psalm of thanksgiving. For the word of the Lord says to shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who have made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter in his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is what? The Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout all generations. Amen. I want to lift that first verse of the text again. Listen to what it says. It says, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, tell your neighbor to give thanks and shout. Amen. Tell your neighbor like you mean it this morning, give thanks and shout. Now, you know what? Uh, tomorrow night, the Eagles are playing. Amen. Uh, and they playing the Kansas City Chiefs who beat them in the Super Bowl. How many of y'all going to be shouting for the Eagles uh, for tomorrow? Well, I don't want to shout for the Eagles this morning. I want to give a shout to the Lord. Is anybody here ready just to give the Lord a shout? Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Give us thanks and shout. You know, I love this 100th Psalm. And, and many of you are familiar with this particular psalm. <laughs> psalm 100 is one of the most beloved psalms in the book of Psalms. And the only rival that it has in popularity is the 23rd Psalm. Amen, somebody. Psalm 100 has been a regular part of Jewish worship since ancient times. And it's central to Christian worship all around the world. Amen. There are churches who regularly sing the Psalm 100 and to remind us that we must worship and why it is that we must worship. Amen. And the heading above the verse, if you look in your Bible, the heading above verse 1 tells us that Psalm 100 is a psalm for giving thanks. Amen. And it's the only psalm of 150 psalms that has that label. There are other kind of psalms that are there that focus on thanksgiving, but this Psalm 100 is the only psalm that's labeled a psalm for giving thanks. It's as if the writer is saying to you, if you want to know how you want to thank God, then let me show you the way. Amen. I want to look at verses 1 and 2 of this text because we are commanded to be joyful in worship. Amen. The word says it commands us to shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth, and to worship the Lord with gladness and to come before him with joyful songs. Amen. Now, the fact that church that we are commanded to be joyful, it tells us something about the nature 
of joy. That means that joy can be ordered. Amen. And the fact means that joy is not happiness. Because happiness is based on what happens. Amen. You see, happiness is thing-centered. It's people-centered. It's event-centered. And that's why happiness is so fickle. Because if you lose your stuff, you know good and well that we lose our happiness. Amen in here, somebody. But joy, and I'm talking about real joy, it's not thing-centered. Real joy is not people-centered or event-centered. Real joy is God-centered. Amen? You see, that's why it is that I can have joy and you can have joy no matter what's going on, amen, through your life. Because no matter what shifts in your life, no matter what changes or alters in your life, God's nature and God's character and God's ways remain the same. So the text commands us, church, to be joyful. And when you worship God, your worship ought to be marked by joy. Amen? This morning, the Zetas came in early. They were setting up and... Every one of them had a smile on their face when they came in, and it gave me joy. Amen. When my sisters walked through the door, amen, it gave me joy. Amen. But you may be asking, well, what does joy look like in God? Amen. You see, the first imperative of this text is that we shout. Amen. Verse 1 says, for us to shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Amen. The King James Version says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. So the psalmist is saying, church worship shouldn't be like you sitting in a doctor's office somewhere. Amen. That you shouldn't sit and worship like you stuck in traffic or sitting, uh, attending a funeral. Amen. Because when you come before God, you ought to come before him with joyful shouts of praise. And I'm wondering this morning, how many of you came in the door this morning with joyful shouts of praise, amen? You know, it's a sad indictment that if somebody shouts in churches, we look at them like something's wrong with them. Amen in here, somebody. Uh, I grew I don't want to mess with no denominations, amen, but I, I, my sisters and I, we grew up in uh, AME Church. And I'm going to tell you the truth. When I grew up in Amy, if somebody looked like they were going to get ready to shout, the usher would be over there. And I got to tell you, I can't tell you how many times they twisted my ear. Amen. Amen in here. But the text here declares that there's something wrong with you. If you know who God is and what God has done for you, and you can't at least open your mouth, something's wrong. Somebody ought to well up on the inside. And overflow in your heart and come out as joyful praise to the Lord. Because I got something to praise God about. Is there anybody here that got something to praise God about? If the Lord has been good to you, amen. Listen to me. I want you to notice the text says that you ought to shout to the Lord. And it says all the earth. Amen in here, somebody. And you know what? I think that the Holy Spirit put that in there for some folk who say, that's just not my style. That's not my culture. That's not my background. Amen. Listen to me. 
God isn't interested in any of that. The fact that the text says, come to God and joyfully praise him as the only living God. Amen. So it doesn't have anything to do. It don't have anything to do with your education. It doesn't have anything to do with your sophistication. Amen. It doesn't have anything to do with your context. It doesn't have anything to do with your culture or your background. It's what your mama told you to do. Mama said that if somebody does something good for you, you ought to at least be able to say thank you. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, if God has been good to you, you ought not be ashamed to speak out and tell somebody that the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures for all generations. Amen, somebody. Listen to me. Verse 2 of the text says, to worship the Lord with gladness. Amen. King James says, to serve the Lord with gladness. You see, the word serve is a synonym for worship. And so to serve the Lord is to worship the Lord. Amen, somebody. You see, the emphasis is on the word serve. To serve means, church, that God expects you to be an active participant in worship. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. Worship is not a spectator sport. Amen? You do know that just because you sit through a worship service doesn't mean that you actually worship. Amen in here, somebody. Because the truth is, can, listen, can we tell the truth and shame the devil in here? Some folks sit through worship service. And then later on, I asked them how, asked somebody how worship was. And they start rating other people's worship and what they did. Sister so-and-so did so-and-so. So the question was, how did you worship? Amen. You see, but the command to serve the Lord means the key thing isn't how the preacher did or how the choir sang. Amen. It means that you have to have a personal responsibility to offer your service to the Lord. Amen, somebody. And I'm not talking about just giving lip service on Sunday, because the truth is, anybody can act spiritual for 90 minutes on a Sunday morning. Amen in here, somebody. Can I tell you what real worship is? Amen. Real worship is life service. I said life service. Amen. On a day-to-day basis. That's real worship. And so you ought to count it a privilege to serve the Lord. Amen. Let me tell you something. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm in a stage in my life where I don't care where God puts me on the field. I just don't want to sit on the bench. Amen. It's a privilege to do whatever the Lord would have you to do. When the Lord asks you to serve, guess what you need to do? Just serve. Amen, somebody. And if you're going to serve, don't do it complaining. Don't do it ritualistically. Amen, somebody. Don't do it grudgingly or mechanically. You are to serve the Lord, the Bible said, with gladness. Amen? Somebody say gladness. Now, the command in the second part of the verse 2, it says, is to come. Amen? It says, come before him with joyful songs of gladness. Amen? And come before him with joyful songs. The King James says, Gladness in, uh, gladness in the New King James. Now, this is a divine invitation that God gives. Because God invites you to come worship him. Amen? God wants your presence. He wants your fellowship and your communion. That church is the privilege of worship. Amen? 
Because when you woke up this morning, the living God was encouraging your heart to come into his prevalence and to his presence. Amen? What a privilege that is for us. Maybe that's why the psalmist says that I was glad. Just the invitation to be in God's presence one more time is such a blessing that you count it and you got to rejoice. Amen? The Lord touched me this morning and woke me up. I was glad that he did. The Lord started me on my way this morning. I was glad that he did. I made it to the house today, and I didn't have an accident and made it safely here. I was glad this morning. God says to come into my presence. And he said, I only got one stipulation for you when you come. Amen. He says that when you come, come into my presence with singing. Amen, somebody. You see, you ought not to rush into God's presence with questions and complaints and requests. Amen. He says that you ought to come into my presence with songs of praise. Amen. When I think about all I can say is what a mighty God church that we serve. Amen. And God doesn't even care if you can't sing. Amen in here, church. Listen, I thank God for the choirs. I thank God for the praise team and the ensembles. Amen. But don't let the singers do your worshiping for you. Amen in here, somebody. The backbench boys weren't here to entertain. And the backbench boys can throw down. Amen. They weren't here to entertain you. They were singing to exhort the Lord God and to give him praise. Amen. Now watch this. There's another command in this text in verse 3. I want us to look at verse 3. It's a command to know. Amen. To know. Verses 1 and 2 say if you're going to worship right, you got to feel something. you got to feel some joy or gladness or you have to have a, a song in your heart. But now verse 3 says that worship isn't about a feeling. Verse 3 says that to worship, you need to know something. Amen. And the word says, it's, watch what it says. It says, no that the Lord is God. It is he who has made us and we are his. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Amen. The psalmist says that if you want to worship God right, you need to know him. Amen in here, somebody. In the Hebrew, it's even more emphatic as it speaks about this. In the Hebrew, it's saying that you need to not just know him in an intellectual or theological or even experimental sense, in the Hebrew, it's saying you need to acknowledge him. Amen, somebody? It means more than just to know. It means you got to act like you know. Amen in here, somebody? Because if you are in Christ, you know some stuff that the world doesn't know. Amen? The text says that you ought to act like you know who God is. Is anybody here? I'm talking about to really know who God is. Amen? Not the superficial stuff, but you know in your heart. There's a few things that you need to know about God. Can I help you out this morning? Amen. Number one, you need to know that God is God all by himself. Amen, somebody. Because God is too great a God to share his throne with anybody else. Like they used to teach us. Amen. My sisters are here like they used to teach us when, when we were little. Uh, parents used to teach us that he's got the whole world in his hands. Amen, somebody. So the psalmist says that if you want to learn how to be grateful in whatever season that you find yourself in, church, you got to recognize that God is God all by himself. Amen. All by himself. 
But not only that, the Bible says that God is your creator. The word says that it is he who made us. And we are who? We are his. And we are his people. And the sheep of his pasture. Amen. God made us. Amen. You didn't make yourself. Amen, somebody. There's no such thing as a self-made person. Amen. Listen, I know you did some hard work. Amen. I know you put in some hard work. I know you got your degrees. Amen. I know that you put in your tenure. I know that you're smart and that you're playing well, but you didn't get to where you are on your own. Amen. And here's somebody. Just mess around and let God not wake you up in the morning and you'll be reminded real quick that our lives are not in our hands. Amen, somebody. You know what the reality is? My brother and I had this conversation that, uh, you know, as time you know, it, it seemed like it was just yesterday. We were running around, throwing stones at each other, young, energetic, amen. And, and now we don't have that kind of energy. Now we uh, struggle a little bit, amen. There's some stuff to be hurting in the morning. Got to wait for it to get worked out. I, I got some, uh, I, see, I, from old school, where they, they used to call us sad back in the day, amen. We got anybody from the South, amen, that's sad. Some of the folk look at me like, I ain't never heard of sad, Amen. But that's the stuff the old folks used to put that salve on you. And that to get your joints and, and all of that moving. So my brother and I, we just came to that realization, like the Bible tells us, that we're just a vapor. And we're here one moment and gone the next. Amen. And church, hear me today, because the only reason you made it this far is because of God. And you belong to God. Amen. And that ought to be good news for us this morning. To know that the Lord, that he is God, amen, it is he who has made us, and we are his, and that we are his people. And the reality is, is that God takes care of what belongs to him. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. You want to know how God takes care of what belongs to him? The text says that we are his people, and we are the sheep of his pasture, amen? That means that God is the shepherd, amen, somebody? And guess what? We are the sheep. Amen? And sheep can't feed themselves. Sheep can't provide for themselves. Sheep can't protect themselves. Sheep are doomed without a shepherd. But all my brothers and my sisters, that when you run to the cross, and when you trust in him who declared that I am the good shepherd, the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. And the good news this morning, church, is that God will be your shepherd. Amen? Which means that sooner or later, he's going to feed you. Sooner or later, he's going to lead you. Sooner or later, he's going to watch over you. Sooner or later, he's going to protect you. Sooner or later, he's going to care for you. David says that the Lord is my shepherd, meaning that I know what he's done for me. He's my shepherd, and because he's my shepherd, I shall not want. Everything I need, my shepherd provides. When I get hungry, he makes me lie down in green pastures. When I get thirsty, he leads me beside the still waters. When I stray away, he restores my soul. When I didn't know which way to go next, he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. When I found myself in a dark valley, I fear no evil. Because my shepherd is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. So with all due respect for whatever's going on in your life, 
Even James said, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Count it all joy. And the word says, and be joyful. God is inviting you right now into his presence. Listen to what the psalmist said in verses 4 and 5 of the text. He said, they enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. He said, give thanks unto him and praise his name. Hallelujah. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Somebody needs to give God a shout this morning. Somebody ought to say, thank you, Jesus. Can I ask you this morning, do you have any showers in the house this morning? Do I have anybody who's willing to give God praise and glory? Do I have anybody that knows that God has been good to you? He's been better than what you've been to yourself. And when you look back over your life and you see what the Lord has done, somebody ought to shout hallelujah this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for all things. Thank you, Lord. Stand with me today, church. Stand with me today. Give thanks for your son, Jesus Christ. Paid our sin debts in full. If you don't know him, you need to get to know him today. Amen. Because we serve an awesome God. Those who are watching by live stream and for those of you who are here today, you know in your heart and your spirit if there's a need right now to repent, to ask God for forgiveness, to ask God to come into my heart, to my life, and to make my life brand new. It starts by us acknowledging that we are sinners and that we're in need of a Savior. So the Lord is speaking to you right now. I want you to make sure that you open up your heart to him. Those who are watching by live stream, that the Lord is speaking to you right now. And he's calling you to make a choice, to make a decision, to give your heart and your life over to him. Do it now, because tomorrow is not promised to you. As our deacons go down the aisle, they got their arms outstretched for you. They're trying to encourage you. They're trying to invite you to come just as you are. One of the beautiful things about God is that you don't have to worry about cleaning yourself up. I have so many people who say to me that when I get my life cleaned up in order, then I'll turn it over to the Lord. Let me tell you something right now. You yourself can never by yourself get yourself together. We can only do it through the grace of God and by inviting him and encouraging him to come into our heart and to make our life brand new. There's many of you here today who have submitted and given your heart and life over to him. But maybe today is your day. Maybe this is your opportunity to give your heart, to give your life to Jesus. Is there anyone here today, the Lord is speaking just to you, and you never received nor accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? Maybe you live in this community and you've been looking for a church home. Every one of us need to have a covering in our life, amen, a place where we can come and use our gifts, our talents, our treasures, and give them back to the Lord who is so richly deserves to receive, amen. So what a mighty God that we serve, church. Because one day when it's all said and done, you know what we're going to do as believers? One day we will wear that crown because we have an awesome, a wonderful, a beautiful God who loves you and takes care of you. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise and say thank you, Jesus. Before we close today, there may be someone here that stands in need of prayer. 
Or maybe you know someone who stands in need of prayer today. I'm going to invite you to come to the altar this morning. If there's anyone who stands in need of prayer, if you have a situation you need to turn over, if you're struggling in any form or fashion, just come to the altar this morning that we might pray with you and to pray over you. Amen. God knows what the situation is. He knows what it is that you stand in need of. God is able to provide it for you if you just turn it over to him. Take your burdens to the Lord, church, and leave them here. Amen, somebody. Let's move in as close as we can as others come. Amen. Just come. Just come this morning as the Lord speaks to your heart and to turn it over to him. What a blessing we have and what a mighty God we serve who's able to do all things for us. Amen. Let's come in as close as we can. Let's bow our heads as we look to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we have come just to say thank you. To give thanks and to shout. To be glad, Lord God, in the things that you have done for us and be grateful and thankful. Lord, you already know the situation that everyone has come forward on. Be it relational, be it financial, be it spiritual or any other kind of way. God, we know that you already know about it. And Lord, we would ask that you would speak to hearts right now. Whatever is needed, Lord God, we pray that you will provide and touch, Lord God. We are the sheep and you are the shepherd. We thank you, God, for what you've already done. We thank you, God, for what you're presently doing. And God, we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. We ask, God, that you just let your spirit move from one to one, from heart to heart. That we may lift up your name and praise and say, thank you, Lord, for all of your blessings. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who willingly gave his life on the cross that we might have life and have it abundantly. And so, God, we give you praise. We glorify in your precious and your holy name. And so, God, as we get ready to leave from this place, let us not leave holding on to these burdens. As we've come today, God, let us help us to leave these burdens here, to turn them over to you and not take them back with us, Father God. And so, God, we just want to say we love you, we praise your name, and we give you all of the praise, we give you all of the glory, we give you all of the honor. We lift up your name on high, God. In the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Let the church say amen. Amen. What a mighty God. We serve. Come on, let's give the Lord praise. What a mighty God. We serve.
bless thee and keep thee. May he make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon thee and give thee peace, both now and forevermore. Amen. Give somebody a holy hug this morning and let them know that you love them. Amen. <laughs>